0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: In '86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time, the
0: Babysitter's club, club. Tanner, do you notice anything different about the room that I'm in?
2: Hmm your camera is pointed slightly more to audience left, stage right. Okay, that's not I'm getting it. getting a little bit more of the door to the garage and I'm getting a little less of the door to the patio.
0: What If you were an observant person, you would notice that the quality of the light in here is different from what it normally is?
2: Here's what I'm noticing, actually. Okay. The quality of the light may be different. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You have some kind of gauzy haze over your laptop camera, which I suspect is from you or potentially Cyril touching it with your fingerprint. How's that? That made it worse.
0: Cleaned it off with my fingerprint.
2: I would maybe use a little spit and maybe like a piece of cloth if you can get one. Okay, great. So the light, the lighting is not, I appreciate that there is better lighting, but it's not coming through. He's left. It's not coming through as boldly as I think you were hoping it would.
0: Okay, well, as now you've got me on the side mission because I want you to be
2: able to see me. How's that? Well, now dry it off. Better? With the dry side, yes. Now you're looking crystal clear. Okay, so the reason the
0: light is different, Tanner, is because the light is different because the...
2: Clarion Jack is what I'm going to call you this episode.
0: Fucking ceiling fell in.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Two days ago, the whole ceiling fell in. Did a tree fall on it? No,
0: I think probably 20 years ago, someone had done a really, really shoddy job of installing a very heavy ceiling fan. And they just, they were like, we could just nail it to the drywall. Okay. And it just pulled the whole ceiling down. So, anyway, that's what my week has been. And Cyril was standing in the kitchen when it happened and he just looked in and saw the whole, like, the catastrophe, Sarah and me freaking out. And he just turns to us and he goes, I'm so upset. And then just, like, went (laughs) off and, like, picked up a truck and, like, walked into the other room and started playing Mm -hmm. with it. It's like, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, what what have you done then? Uh, I fixed it. Uh, You? Well, I spent some number of hours cleaning up the unbelievable mess i'll send you a picture it's fucking wild um, and then I found a uh, a man who does drywall and and had him fix it and supervised him.
2: Is your rig okay?
0: Yeah, that was the first thing I was like my podcast and then the guy the guy when he was fixing the ceiling, he was like felt this is honestly like the most ashamed I've ever been in my life. He was like, this just like dude who's good with his hands and knows how to fucking put a goddamn drywall in the ceiling, you know, and like reinstall a fucking light in there. Yeah. And he had not been that impressed with me from the beginning. But then there was this moment where I was just like showing him the mess and he got suddenly like his expression changed because he saw my rig, like my fucking like expensive mic and all that shit. And he was like, oh, are you a singer? I was like, uh, no, uh, I have a podcast.
2: I record a podcast about babysitter's club books. And he gets to see like the disappointment
0: in his face. He's like, okay, I'll call you if I need anything.
2: <laughs> that's, you could have you said you said were I and you wouldn't, would not have been lying because yeah, you do I do sing. sing.
0: Oh, I should have said it. I should have said it. Anyway, that's my life.
2: Wow, what a nightmare. Um, I live in a tiny two-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn with and you're not allowed two out. other people and not allowed to go outside <laughs> for any reason. Yeah, that sucks too. <laughs> and it's a nightmare and I am going insane.
0: Yeah. Uh, hi, hi. Hi. And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. Club. A podcast in which- I thought we did it together. Didn't we?
2: No, you didn't say the second one, did you?
0: No, you're right. I guess what I was saying, I got so excited I about do, it. I,
2: I gotta say, though.
0: Yeah, I liked it.
2: I didn't hate it.
0: But in my mind, since I, I wasn't waiting for you, I was saying basically what Christy would say.
2: It felt ma- very Morning Zoo, you know? Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, like that's cool. Like, I'm just moving on. Yeah. That's cool. Hi, hi. Welcome okay. to the Babysitter's Club. Club! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Shepard. And I'm Monkey Fart. Okay, that sucks. No, and that sucks. (laughs) And this is my co-host, Monkey Fart, Tanner Greenring, and every week we discuss a new novel in the great Sitter's Cycle by, am I saying Anne Francisco? Can we just drop it? Um, I wrote it down. You told me to write it down. It just doesn't feel topical. It feels like the moment has passed. Okay. Can we drop it, or do you want me to say it? It's up I, to you. It's up to you. This is a collaborative venture. It's a joint experiment. We're in this together,
2: ride or die. I don't think I would hate for you to say it. Okay. Um, because I might have one. I might have a new one prep for this week too. Okay.
0: I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll put it into the pattern. So I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna. Can I go? Can I go? Because I was all reared up and I gotta wind up again. Can I go, Tanner? Can I go? Can I yep. go? Okay. Bye. And Francisco, the hand that shakes—that's right. I'm talking about the princess of the Prince of Town, Saint Annabelle, Matthews Martin Stormborn Soul Skinner, mother of clocks and bane to bats. She is the first of her name, the last of her kind, and the last hope for humankind. And this week, we are going to be discussing. And a, okay,
2: she is. Yeah, our ex-boyfriend from New York City, <laughs> Ethan M. Okay. Martin great i i definitely
0: hated it and this week we're going to be discussing a novel that she wrote which is called babysitters club friends forever number two stacy versus claudia they have a big fight
2: they have a big fight
0: don't they um oh and i should say before we get too far into this that i'm a waniac waniac for this book because susan wayne has definitely got me
2: shook I am I was just very quickly trying to come up with something, but I'm just gonna go with Wania as well. You're a Suzanne. Man. You're a Suzanne su- Man. Oh, and I'm a Suzanne man. Yes. yes. <laughs> Jack, you know me, right? Yeah. You know I'm a Suzanne man, right? You're a Suzanne man. I know that you're a Waniac, and you know that I'm a Suzanne man. And it's been so long since we have tread these. Boards, country paths together. Yep, Suzanne, Mann. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, that's good. Yeah, slam bam, Suzanne, man.
0: <laughs> it's been a while, and it felt so good to be in the welcoming arms of Suzanne Wayne. Capable, capable, and I mean that as a compliment, not as damning with faint praise. My God, this was How a about capable this? book.
2: It was capable of How about anything. This, Jack? Can I read you a quick note? Oh yes, I'll save the actual note. That I took here for a later segment. Okay. But here's what I had to say. Yeah. This is a great burn. If this kind of wit was more infused throughout the book, more. I might think this was a peat book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's the highest compliment you can give.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I Suzanne. wrote that about a,
0: a burn in this book that we will discuss wow. later. Wow. That's a tease. That's what we call a tease in the business. That's to keep you sticking around. We've got a lot to talk about this week. You said you have a lot of notes. I have a ton of notes. I think we should dive right in and describe the novel so we can get to those notes. There's, I would love oh, to do so that. so much happened in this novel. I would love to do that. Uh, but first, I want to tell everybody a little bit about why we're doing the show. Hmm? Um, so when I was a young man, uh, eight years old, when I moved
2: to... young man.
0: Yep. <laughs> when I was a young man, uh, I moved into the city, uh, Columbia, Maryland, specifically, Yep. Um, to, yeah, what, lead the Black Parade? Yep. Mm-hmm. And my best friend was my cousin.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: Pip. Pip, and she was a huge fan of the Babysitter's Club series of books, and she had them all in her room, and so I read a bunch of them, and that was kind of how I became interested in this series, and then now I'm redoing it. And you, Tanner... Um, it's kind of a hilarious mishap and misunderstanding. You misunderstood of and thought that baby sitting was was actually babies iting, and it's it was a club where uh, adults read Stephen King's horror novel It to young children to, to frighten them, and that was why you were interested in doing this project and probably wouldn't have taken it on otherwise. Can you speak to that? Can you speak on that for me, please?
2: You got it a little wrong kind of a comedy of errors. Yep. Yep. Myself. That, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was a club where babies were fed to It, the clown mm. from Stephen King's Okay. It. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And he kind of fed off their terror and pennywise. ate them. Yeah. Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine my surprise when <laughs> I learned that It isn't real. Oh, okay. P- pennywise. It's yep. just a, a work of fiction. Yep. And... That no such club exists. Yeah, awful.
0: But and then you were locked in, and that's why we're doing the show.
2: But I had I had already printed the shirts. <laughs> yeah, I had already like rented the convention space. So it's like, yeah, what was I supposed to do?
0: Yeah, and it, 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 our merch with Pennywise the clown eating a baby uh, uh, Marco Pike and yeah. kind of pulling her into the sewer. Uh, right. are, are half price now, so you can definitely, you should definitely pick those up at bit.ly slash merch
2: Yeah. Because um, who uh, would want to buy them? The quantities are extremely limited. <laughs> <laughs> they were dubious. DFTBA were like, are you sure about this? And I was like, yes, trust <laughs> me. Yeah, trust,
0: trust me. And they're like,
2: we're going to do like... Fish.
0: It's a hugely popular series, the Baby's yeah. Itters Club. Yeah, uh, But that's why we're doing it And that's why we're here And that's why we've been here But what we love to do is to, do, And now we're reading The For- Friends Forever series And what we love to do Is describe them Don't we Twice
2: Here, here are some series We've read so far Babysitter's Club Yep Main canon Super specials mm-hmm.
0: Should have read it Mysteries. Contemporaneously With the main canon But we fucked that up Didn't we
2: Mysteries F- Portrait collection Portrait collection Reader's Request series Same part Oh yep No Reader's Request we have portrait yeah. collection, but they are a different thing. California Diaries.
0: Friends Forever is super special.
2: L- and Little Sister books on the Patreon. Little sister
0: books, and now Friends Forever. Don't say and we now don't we're on do the Friends everything. Forever. Yeah.
2: And, we're and
0: this week. We read Friends Forever number two, Stacy versus Claudia. I would love to describe it for you while you mute yourself and then have oh, you describe it that for me. Too.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> okay.
0: Great. Do you want to uh, mute yourself, and then I'm going to describe this novel. Are you muted? I am muted. Yes, sir. Great. Excellent. Um, And don't uh, don't talk this time while what do you're mean? muted. I can't hear you. Well, you okay. can't
2: hear me anyway, so what does it matter? Great. I'm going to begin now. Okay.
0: Stacy McGill is a good person.
2: Wrong. False.
0: She's devoted to her talented best friend, Claudia. She dotes False. on her handsome boyfriend Ethan, and she False. likes nothing more than looking after kids with her babysitting club. When she's got they some time to spare that her schoolwork. False. Stacy McGill is a good person, and like False. all good people, she feels absolutely terrible when she is forced to betray her best friend, cheat on her boyfriend, and destroy her babysitting club with one unbelievably selfish but utterly unavoidable decision. And as Stacy McGill turns around to survey the smoldering wreckage of the lives she has willfully destroyed and the I innocent see. hopes she has malevolently shattered, she has no choice but to wonder I see. I see. why do such bad things happen to such good people? Babysitters Club, Friends Forever, number two, Stacy versus Claudia.
2: Great.
0: Oh. Perfect read,
2: perfect read, yeah, and and uninterrupted by any hecklers. Good, that's good to hear. The peanut and, gallery, yeah.
0: Uh, Stacy sucks in this one, doesn't she?
2: Stacy sucks in everyone, yeah, and that is where you've you've been blind, all along, <laughs> and she I so- have been the shepherd, yeah, and you have been the sheep, and now you are the sheep, and I am the shepherd. Wow, because I've been leading you down this this path the entire time yes stacy's always been bad
0: and so bad this
2: time she does a lot of bad bad girl stuff
0: and she gets um she gets egged on by this other stacy this like this like alternate stacy
2: yeah she's like the the stacy equivalent of jack Shepard. like she's from she comes from london i see what
0: you're saying but and is always talking about it but she's a i call her snake
2: snake chill that's not great
0: you don't like it her
2: rachel.
0: name is rachel griffin and she's a she snake
2: she is a snake i would love to figure out a better pun okay and now you've put my mind to work on that and i'm gonna be unable to engage you until i come up with a better that's snake always great rachel griffin. oh so it's gotta be
0: snaky as well huh i think so okay well, I can't two, help you.
2: How about t- how about two facial? Nope. No,
0: yours is worse as usual.
2: Because it sounds like facial. <clears throat> yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll get it. We'll okay. Get it well, post. I'm just
0: telling you that I c- call her Snake Joel.
2: Yeah, the snake.
0: Snake Joel, the snake Griffin, and she's just like Stacy. Like Stacy's like they have this like fucking epic fight. Probably one of the worst fights I can think of in the history of the Babysitters Club. But uh... Right. well. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this because it's probably your burn.
2: Well, I've got a few burns. I got a few burns. If you so wanna...
0: I was thinking that you would be fairly pleased by... Claudia takes down Stacy in a way that you, even you, would never be able to. It's the ultimate takedown of Stacy. May I read it? Yes, please. You are such a jealous liar, I shouted. Jealous of you? That's a laugh. You know you're jealous. You can't accept the fact that Jeremy doesn't want to go out with you. Well, deal with it, Claudia. Get it through your brainless head. Brainless? You heard me. What else would you call someone who can't even spell, who has held back a grade? I call it better than being some stuck-up creep who acts like she's better than anyone else just because she comes from New York City. I do not, I cried. Face it, Stacy. Ten million other people live in the city. It's not exactly a claim to fame. Get over yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good burn. It is one I captured. There's a number of great <laughs> burns at Stacy's expense. Yeah. Um. Can I read another one really quickly? Sure, but, but uh, we're not, it's not a in- burn. The, It's not a burn. The, I know. It's just like right now we're taking pot shots at Stacy. Yeah, that's what this is about. Here it is. Yeah. I'm sure for now anyway, she headed down the hall. Good luck with you know who at lunch. That was Rachel. Snake Joel, I call her. Snake Joel. I sure did know who. I was incredibly relieved when she didn't show up. In the art room again, Marianne reported. Probably smashing her Jeremy head with a hammer, Christy added. That's going to require some context. But Well, yeah. we will offer some context <laughs> a bit. It's a statue. Yeah, uh. bust. I groaned and slid down into my seat. She'll get over it, Marianne said. In a hundred years or so, Abby chimed in. Obviously, they'd filled her in on events. I shot her a look. No, really, Abby said she'll be fine by graduation. <coughs> yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. I replied, and I just love that <laughs> everyone is piling on to Stacey. Yeah. They're like, eh. Abby, who's well, really... her friend? Abby
0: is like, "LOL,
2: you fuck things up with your best friend in the world."
0: <laughs> well, she's gonna be pissed at you literally for like, forever for at least four years. <laughs>
2: Best case scenario. I'm gonna make a, a joke, make a joke to, where I yeah. exaggerate the number, but then I'm gonna be serious and say like, "No, she's probably gonna get pissed me <laughs> for quite a
0: while." <laughs> oh well, sorry you fucked up your own life so bad. Uh, but Snake Chol, um, like, she's she's this interesting character where she like, Christy is like, "Oh, fucking, guess what, everybody, guess who's back? Rachel Griffith," and and. Marianne's like, "Oh, I remember her. We hated her in 5th grade." And Claudia's like, "Yeah, she like made fun of me and uh, and like bullied me on
2: the playground."
0: Right. And uh but then like Stacy's like, "Oh, I met her and she's like actually seems nice." And she does She moved
2: in across the street from yeah, Stacy.
0: She does seem nice. But she's constantly like like undermining all of the other BSC to Stacy. And she's like, when Stacy's like, oh, is it obnoxious that I'm constantly talking about being from New York? Snake Chole is like, Oh, I'm from London and I talk about it all the time. It's actually cool to like brag about like the whatever fucking. She's like, big it's CD cool.
2: It, it's it's not our fault. It's not even that it's cool. She's like, it's not our fault that we're more like sophisticated and like w- well traveled than these fucking plebes.
0: Yeah. She's got this like whisper campaign uh, against the BSC. And
2: also, like, Stacy keeps being like, before the, the fight with Claudia gets too bad, Stacy keeps saying, like, oh, you should get to know the BSC again, like, my friends again. Like, yeah. I know you guys used to have your differences, but like, They're I cool. bet you'd all get along now. And yeah. she keeps saying, like, no. No. No, I don't, I don't to. want to. Yeah. I think she's a villain. Um, I think I'd love to a villain
0: too. I'd love for you to describe this novel in sixty seconds. I'd love to use this big bad clock that I happen to have Jesus handy to Christ. really keep you to um, the time, so you don't go over or under. Um, okay. And then we can continue to discuss this scintillating. Can I say scintillating novel?
2: Uh, I would hold on to it for a second because I do have a segment in a little bit that we're okay. gonna want to. Do you have a red iPhone?
0: Yeah, is that cool? Oh shit, you got one too! What the hell? That's so cool. You picked a two red one. Two buds with red iPhones. Whoa! Hell yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I thought I was the only one. Um, Well, guess there's two of us. Here's what I'm going to do. And the iPhone is irrelevant. It's a big bad clock that I have. Um, and I, I took my iPhone out uh, to look at the the time to, to tap see into the whether it was time to get the big bad
2: clock. Continuum yep. because we're sucking it out of a special orbit and it suits yep. all segments. And this yep. one is... And it's a mysterious uh, clock. Mysterious. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's very scary. And I can't tell you anything more about it. And in fact, we've already talked
2: too much about it, except that it is malevolent. And I can now reveal that. And now I know, and I'm constantly trying to unlock the secret of the big mysterious clock. And now I know that you need to do something on your phone yeah, to summon it. And yeah. that's useful knowledge. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, All right, so we're going to put 60 seconds on this uh, very mysterious and very frightening clock, and during those 60 seconds, you will describe everything that happens in this novel. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. he's yawning through it, but here we go. Start now.
2: A new boy is in town. His name is Jeremy Rudolph, and he is so dreamy, and Claudia and Stacy both have a crush on him. Uh, Claudia has the bigger crush, and she saw him first, so she gets dibs. Stacy does some machinations in order to set Claudia and Jeremy up on a date. They go on a date, it goes well, but afterwards Jeremy says to Stacy, I like Claudia, she's a good friend, but I'm really horny for you. So I really actually like to go on the romantic dates with you. They go that uh, Stacy says, okay, let me talk to Claudia first. She hems and haws and doesn't talk to Claudia. Eventually she does talk to Claudia. Claudia's pissed off about it. So pissed that she uh, pisses Stacy off because Stacy doesn't have a fucking empathetic bone in her fucking body because she's a fucking horrible witch. Anyway, they get in a big fight. Stacy and Jeremy start dating. Claude tells Jeremy uh, Stacy that she's uh, uh, th- that her and Ethan are together, but her and Ethan broke up. And then it's all a shit show. And time. It um, fell apart at the very. It fell end apart there, at the end. I, I'm I thought you did a so oh, great job.
0: I think you got a little hung up calling Stacy a witch, and it and it, it sidetracked you just as you were about to like take that final victory lap. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, really excellent. I'm going to give you a B okay. minus. Um, uh, I
2: I would have I would have mentioned that Stacy and Ethan are on the outs. They do. I forgot that until the very end because they do. The beginning of the book, Stacy and Ethan have a phone call where. Ethan has signed up for, like, a Sunday art class every Sunday.
0: And Stacy's not very nice about that, either. No, Stacey's
2: not very she's nice She's like, oh, about
0: that's the day bad. we hang out. And he's like, sorry, I, like, I couldn't find another time, and my art is really important to me. And she's, like, very, very fucking flustered about it. And then he's like, hey, maybe we should cool things down. Um, and she takes that to mean that they're broken up forever, and she can... Before he's even fucking cold in his grave, immediately steal her best friend's crush, who's like the, I, fucking I like say, fresh blood in Stony Brook as of like last Tuesday.
2: This breakup happens after she has met and expressed interest. Yeah,
0: in... she's already like the, she. I think pushes the breakup. Yeah, by be, like she's not very understanding towards Ethan. It's
2: one of the reasons why she sort of acquiesces to Claudia because like she's got a boyfriend. You know, like yeah.
0: I don't want to take Ethan's side in this. For what it's worth, I'm very annoyed with Stacy this week. But I don't give a shit about Ethan. Can I be on record as saying that? I do not give a fucking shit about Ethan.
2: Okay. I I think there is a. I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. I just don't fucking give a shit about him. I want to say a bright future, but I don't know if it's necessarily bright because we don't like Snakechol. Sna- yeah, Snakechol, Snakechol. But there seemed to be a bit of a spark between Ethan and Rachel Griffin.
0: Oh, they briefly encounter, there's an amazing, like, uh, denouement, where yep. Ethan shows up with flowers and he's wearing a suit to, like, say that he's sorry that he asked for a cool down, and it's, like, the day that Stacy is, like, having her first date with Jeremy Pivot.
2: Jeremy Piven, the, like, actor who's, like, at this point, probably well into his <laughs> 40s.
0: What's his name? Is that right? Rudolph. Did I get it wrong? It's Rudolph, Jeremy Rudolph, and that's awkward. But he meets Snakechul shows up, and she's like, "Oh, she like had been helping because Claudia is fucking dead, and Stacy like stabbed her in the back, and Claudia's still busy trying to like extract the dagger from her fucking back." Right. Um, and so Snakechul helps Stakey. It's hard to keep track of all these weird names that Anne puts in the book.
2: Snakechul and Stakey. Yeah, just
0: what? Just like give them normal names, you know. Right. But sta- s- is it Steakchul or Snakechul?
2: Steakchul and, sn- and sn- Snakey. Snakey.
0: So, Steakchul is trying to help. Claudia is the one who has a stake in her back. But it's this girl, Steakchul, who's over at Snakey's house. Snakey. Is it Snakey?
2: I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if that C is, is hard or soft. You know? Okay.
0: I read it as being snaky. Okay. Um, and she shows up and she's like, oh, fuck, Ethan's here. And that's, so you thought there was a spark there
2: because she's like, fucking well, hell, Jeremy like, Ethan Pivens comes, coming over. S- 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 Stace thinks that it's I say Jeremy snakes. coming over to, Snake S- 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 thinks that it's Jeremy coming over to pick her up. Yeah. So she tells Ethan to hide. And then when it turns out to be Rachel, Ethan just comes out and he's like, I refuse to be like hidden away. And then he like- and He thinks he, he's going
0: to have a confrontation.
2: But then he's like totally like deflated and he's like, oh.
0: Oh, so you're doing a ship. I'm shipping. You're shipping Ethan Snachel and Snake and, and whatever her name is.
2: Ethan. Yeah.
0: yeah, I do it too. How do you do it? What do you say? Do What do we do?
2: Ooh. We're like, I we're in a boat together. Do kissing. Okay. Yeah, We do like fanfic, I think.
0: We have to write a fanfic about it. It's, and it's so called, exhausting. It's doing called
2: Rachel's trip to New York. Okay, and she goes to New York because she misses London.
0: Okay, and she it's the only. A lot of people say it's the only. It's really the only city that has kind of something like the flavor of London.
2: So she goes to England Town in New York. Yeah. Okay, that's great. In the West 50s. Okay. Yeah. And oh, and very old Ethan England
0: Town has an art class. He's teaching. Uh, he's teaching. Uh, underprivileged children how to draw uh, const- uh, street, constable, street, urchins. Co- street urchins how to draw constable paintings yes and do you want do you want to be ethan or snake chill
2: I'll be um the the um headmaster okay of the art school
0: okay that's great
2: goliath heart <laughs> okay okay <laughs> and who am i can i be the i guess you'll uh, have to be both rachel and ethan
0: can i be the um the new new teacher at the school like the like the cool rebellious okay. teach art teacher at the school uh mark markson yeah
2: okay and then are ethan and rachel in this part or not uh i don't think we need them okay <clears throat>
0: Okay. Why don't you start? Hello? 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 Thank you. Uh, thanks, boss, for uh, for giving me this job. I'm really looking forward to teaching these street urchins how to do constable paintings. Uh, yeah,
2: no problem. I see here on the itinerary that mm-hmm. you've put together for the class that you've already hired... A local boy to teach the class for you, and I was just kind of curious. What was your plan? Well, <laughs> well I, I I learned from uh, one of the great titans of
0: of industry. I before before uh, getting this job as a humble um, but inspirational art teacher, I I worked in business at this co- a great company called Cynertech.
2: Oh, interesting. I was thinking about starting a company someday called Cynertech. Okay. I was imagining this is like a prequel. Oh,
0: it's a prequel. Okay. For um you? yeah. Okay. Can I can I go back? Yeah. Uh this is my first job.
2: Yes, uh, you're as, fresh, as, out of fresh out of Harvard, Arts, business Harvard Business School and Harvard at, Art School.
0: Uh, Harvard Art School. Yep. And um oh, but I have aspirations to be um a great business leader. And hopefully one day work at a company l- if someone starts a company called Cynertech or whatever, uh, that would be where I would go and, and work. I would hope. Yes. Um, uh, and w- one thing that I've learned from the great business leaders of the
2: past. Oh, sorry. I think I love to I think okay. that's a great business name. I'm actually starting a business of my own called Hard Body Industries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. And maybe someday I'll acquire Cynertech.
0: <laughs> that sounds great. And what I have learned is that you should delegate. And uh, and so as my first. Okay, act, but I'm paying you. To delegate to and uh, to what I've teach done is, the class. is I've delegated.
2: Uh, what are you paying this boy? Uh, he's doing even? it out of
0: the goodness of his heart. He's very handsome.
2: It says here he has black hair and green eyes. Yes, <laughs> such an interesting combination. It reminds me of Loki from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I imagine those movies obviously aren't out yet.
0: And I hope this doesn't seem like gossip, but oh, a no. young lady named Snake Chole. Griffin, yes, uh, who also has a great interest in the art of London, is is happens to be passing through England Town, where we have this school. Very and, uh, interesting. I wonder if they'll get together.
2: I'm sort of. Am I getting? Am I picking up what you're laying down? Do you ship these two? And I do. Do you, by chance, want to do a quick role play? Oh God, Mark Markson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As Snakechill and mm-hmm. Ethan. Yeah, nothing could give me more pleasure. Uh
0: oh. And which one would I mean, you like Snachel's to be
2: coming to the art school here in uh England Town? <laughs> okay, you, uh, you can be he you know him, I don't know him. Okay, I'll be Ethan, you yeah. hired him. You okay. Be Ethan. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> um I've uh, oh, uh I'm here. well It's
0: talking to myself, actually. Uh, it's uh, my first. It's my first day. I've been delegated this job, unpaid, uh, teaching street urchins here in England Town how to draw costable paintings. I... Pip, pip,
2: cheerio! My <laughs> name is Rachel. I just moved here from London Town. Eh? Would you like to uh, catch a peek of my fanny?
0: what vision is this <laughs> okay can we leave see okay thank you because <laughs> it's you want to leave him we want you want to leave him wanting more a little bit more you not you? you do when, want you, do ship, when you do a ship and when you do a ship and that was a ship and
2: that was a segment where we do a ship and a, chip of do week, a, ship. And a chip ship of the of week and a ship of the week <laughs> jack yeah i downloaded this book on the ibook yeah. store and imagine my surprise mm. When I was in the iBook store and noticed that it had not one mm-hmm. but two ratings. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, am I thinking what you're thinking? And those two ratings were both five stars. Okay. And I think in order to build a a seawall and buoy ourselves. Okay. Against any potential future negative ratings for the the fucking Stacey apologists out okay. there. Yeah. Yeah. You and I have an obligation. Yeah. To oops all segments our way into reviewing this novel. Reviewing this novel for the iBookstore.
0: Okay. Great. And we've been called back, and it's one last ride, and it's like the Expendables, because Steve Jobs just called me up. Tim Cook just called yeah, me it's-
2: up. And he no, and Steve I was, Jobs did too. Steve from Jobs on the grave. And I'm like, I'm an old man now.
0: I don't fucking get in my chopper f- to review a book f- for anybody. And he's like, we need one last ride. They've kidnapped your daughter, I think. Yeah. Presumably.
2: Jason Statham is there. Yeah. Sly is there. Yeah. Arnie. Yeah. We got Steven Seagal. We got John Claude is there. And then there's always kind of one young guy who they bring like one young new (laughs) hotshot, you know? It's always like five old guys. You, Arnie, Sly. Yeah. And then there's always one young new hotshot. Like the flavor of the moment. And that's you. Yeah.
0: Okay. All
2: right, rookie, settle up. This one's going to be
0: a wild one. We're going to review this novel for Tim Cook one last time. I know. We're here to take it down, but I am going to give it five stars. Because
2: I did fucking love reading it. Cue up the review You misunderstand music. me. Yeah. We want to give it another five stars. We want to give it as many five stars as we can so that the Stacey apologists can't come come and fucking like, review bomb it. Right. Okay. Because okay. they're going to try to.
0: Okay. So I'm going to hit five stars. It's great. Yes. Uh, I'm in the Ibu- iBooks, of course. I'm going to hit write a review. Five stars is great. They're they're wanting a title from us. What should we say? Um, steaky more like, steaky more like Snakey.
2: Steaky more like snaky is great. Yeah. Steaky?
0: Question mark. More like, and then I'm going to put that in quotes. S- Snakey. Yep. Th- okay, that's perfect.
2: Then and, down to the body, I would say. And also, while we're on the topic. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Griffin. More mm-hmm. like Snake Joel Griffin.
0: More like I think we're off to a great start. Snake Joel Griffin.
2: And and can I just add one more kind of just it's an ascending tricola? Yeah. And And Ethan.
0: Dot, more dot, dot. like
2: Ethan M. Martin. <laughs> okay.
0: More like, that's great. I really like that. Ethan and M. Martin.
2: The figurehead on the cover of all of these books, even though they're written by the effervescent. Sorry, sorry. Figurehead on the cover of these scintillating novels.
0: Of all of these scintillating novels. Even though this one was written by the effervescent.
2: I want to say effervescent and. Could I say, could um, I say evanescence? Capable. Reliable.
0: Effervescent and reliable, Suzanne Wayne. That's right, we're Wayneiacs.
2: And then put, maybe put in parentheses or, or brackets. Tanner's a Suzanne man.
0: I'm a Wayneiac, and Tanner is a Suzanne man. Great. Okay, now let's. So, what are we? What are we here to do? Okay, we came here. What is it? We came here not to praise famous men. What's that?
2: Is it like a speech Washington gave at some point? Sounds like it.
0: Let us not now. Let us now praise famous men. That's something. Who, something. who said that? James Aggie.
2: Okay, that's a made-up person. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just going to say that because it sounds kind of speechy. We it can does sound kind of speechy. Here, not to praise famous men, but to censure famous traitors.
2: Yes. Perfect and their apologists
0: and their apologists that's right we're talking about you future reviewers of this novel right let's just yep. get to the point you come here cuz we want to get a little aggressive
2: you want to get a lot of aggressive
0: with your defenses of stacy i need an ascending tricolor here so i need two more your your,
2: your sneering sneering uh, attitude, your sneering condemnation. Condescension. Of, condescension.
0: Towards Claudia. Your vile. I want something vile. Vile disregard for the law.
2: Don't you think? Vile disregard for the sanctity of the babysitters club? Okay. Because she didn't actually break any laws. Well, but these people did the reviewers cuz the review bombing is the review bombing against Yeah, the
0: law? I think so. Yeah, it's um it's disturbing the peace. Okay. I'm just going to say the law. I think it's fine. I think we're and on. I would fir-
2: cite the actual law? Let me I'll look up what code okay. disturbing the peace is. Yeah. Perfect. Law code disturbing peace. Okay, so that's Here, I'm just going to copy and paste it to you cuz I I literally can't read it out loud. Okay.
0: I'll just stick it in there.
2: It's, it's, well, in the state of New York, which is where Stacy's from, so yeah. appropriate. Mm-hmm. it's appropriate. Okay, that's complicated. New yeah. York penal law. Section. Section. 240.20. Yeah.
0: Okay, I put that in there. Your vile disregard for the law. Uh, but, and then you can help me out here. But, you didn't reckon.
2: With. With. The big dogs what do we want to what do we want to refer to ourselves we want
0: to call ourselves big dogs what what he what eats snakes mongoose right
2: oh yeah 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 you didn't reckon with the, the mongoose mon- boys geese boys
0: I'm gonna say mongoose boys um, that's right
2: mongoose guys do we want to do alliteration well that's not alliteration <laughs> oh because of the goose a... part mongoose guys goose guys
0: mongoose men
2: mon well which part feels like better alliteration goose or men or goose or or mon
0: i think mon Mon mongoose men is Is there
2: is there some term that that incorporates both the m and the g uh like the mongoose men guys that's fine actually
0: okay mongoose men guys
2: that's right we
0: eat snakes for breakfast lunch and dinner lunch and dinner and and brunch i would say yeah yeah um, okay let's wrap this up maybe brunch on the weekends you can put I'll put that in parentheses
2: breakfast lunch and dinner and brunch. and sometimes brunch on the weekends. on the
0: weekends yep okay yep. okay let's wrap this up what do we what what's our big message for them or do we want to say something about the book anything
2: book was good book was good Stacy was not you are not you are not. Do something with your lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Great. Jack Shepard and
0: Tanner Green Ring? Yep. Okay. I'm going to do an M- an N-Jack Shepard and Tanner Green Ring. P.S. P.S.
2: We love this one.
0: Can I read it back to you, please? Yep. Okay. Here's what we got. Five stars. Title. Staky? More like snaky. Yeah. And also, while we're on the topic, Rachel Griffin, more like Snake Joel Griffin, and Ethan, more like Ethan M. Martin, the figurehead on the cover of all these scintillating novels, even though this one was, hang on, gotta correct a typo there.
2: And that's why we do the proofread. Yep. And that's why we do the proofread.
0: The figurehead on the cover of all these scintillating novels, even though this one was written by the effervescent and reliable Suzanne Wayne. That's right. I'm a Waniac and Tanner is Reliable a feels
2: man. like condemning with faint praise.
0: Yeah. Sturdy? Uh, competent? Stalwart? Unremarkable. <laughs> Let's say sturdy. Okay. Even though this one was written by the effervescent and sturdy Suzanne Wayne, that's right. I'm a Waniac and Tanner is a Suzanne man. We came here not to praise famous men, but to censure famous traitors. That came out great. Really good. And their apologists. That's right. We're talking about you, future reviewers of this novel. You come here with your defenses of Stacy, your sneering condescension towards Claudia, your vile disregard for the law. New York Penal Law, Section 240.20, colon, Disturbing the Peace. But you didn't reckon with the mongoose men, guys That's right We eat snakes for breakfast Lunch and dinner And brunch on the weekends Book was good, Stacy was not You are not Do something with your lives Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring P.S. We love this one
2: Good! <laughs> I love it, can I hit some mint? Feels good to be back in the saddle, oh, oh, hell yeah So man. good. Alright, it's in there all right, let's take a break. <laughs>
0: let's let's take a quick break. All right, see you on the other side. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Tanner, I would like to introduce a brand new segment that is, is not Oops All Segments. It is brand new to the Friends Forever series.
2: Okay. Can I do is it that? Allowed? Well, well, it's Oops All Segments, including all past and future, future segments. Future segments,
0: yeah. So yeah. it's all segments. It's not just past segments mm-hmm. um, this one's called
2: let's complain about the cover oh, okay yeah yep i'm happy to i hate this, it so
0: these are pretty bad the these covers and you know i don't want to i don't want to dwell on that fact specifically uh, but I do want to spend some time talking about
2: how much I didn't like this cover. Well, before we get too far away from what you just said, yeah, I don't want to tear down whoever made this cover. I'm sure I don't want to tear down. Best. They did
0: their they did their job. They did it fine. It it's fine. It's not what we want. It's I not don't what like we're it. used to.
2: Yeah, I don't like it, and it's not what I'm used to. What I'm used to is a cover art by a beautiful watercolor cover painting by an artist called Hodges Swallow. And what I'm wondering is. What happened to Hodges? He go? What happened to Hodges? And, why, and what did you do with him? What did you do to him and what did you do with him? Okay. And why is he being silenced? The cover, Quay cover, is fine.
0: Quay, what I fucking want, it's not fine. Right. I don't want it. I do not want what this is. And now can I describe it? Yes, please. It's
2: got a flowery pattern. That's Hodges, if you're out there hodges and you're hearing this get at me you must be get, so give us upset some kind of signal that you're okay yeah let us
0: know just say something
2: because this is this is it this is the last babysitter's club series
0: yeah this is your last chance to tell us if you're okay and we'll come get you we will come find you hodges
2: that's what the expendables do
0: that's what the expendables do and we've got this, this young is, upstart we that we're really excited about some these old some of these old men you know like i i'm You know, drinking my Maylocks. I'm watching my Matlock. I still got one last fight left in me. What's his
2: face? Glover. Danny Glover reaches out to us and he's like, I need you to get back in. We need to go save Hodges' swallow. We got to save Hodges. Trapped in a fucking like uh, spike pit in the the wilds of Cambodia somewhere. We got to get him. Like, okay. Saddle up, boys. Saddle up, boys.
0: Okay. Here's what whoever murdered Hodges, and again, I do not want. To cast aspersions on the poor, hardworking designer who made this cover, but I do think they—I think I assume they murdered Hodges, and
2: what they've done, trap.
0: or put him in a spike trap. Yeah, why would we, we wouldn't go to get his body? Why would Danny Glover call us?
2: He's kidnapped by militant photographers. Photographers,
0: yeah. They yeah. put him in a spike trap, and then what they did is they took a picture of. A girl? Okay, so she's she's very close to the other girl. Too close. Too close. Too close. And she's yelling in her ear, but in a way that it feels like the, the, uh, the girl who I guess is the Stacy. It feels like her hair is in the way, so she's probably not hearing it.
2: You think hair is...
0: It feels like a barrier.
2: It does. It looks like a barrier. Yeah. This... I don't like this Stacy... No, and it's not an indictment of the young woman who's posing as Stacey. I'm sure, she's a perfectly nice young woman. It's just not my Stacy.
0: It's not my Stacy, and this isn't my Claudia either.
2: No, I don't even know who this is. It
0: doesn't. This like Claudia, Claudia, okay. Let's talk about this Claudia. She has got a. I think she's got one very understated earring.
2: If that's even. just like it looks a like she if has a that. Hole.
0: She's got a hole but no earring. She's wearing a white barrette. It's one simple a plain, white barrette. simple white beret, And she's got what looks like a like a American apparel blue hoodie.
2: Yeah. And a number of <laughs> um And a necklace. Chains wrapped yeah. around her neck. But that's not, not in Claudia. like a cool and quirky way, in a very boring way.
0: That is not Claudia. That's not Claudia. We know for a fact that's not Claudia. We know what she was fucking wearing this week. Yeah. Don't wait. Can I say it? Yes. Here's what Claudia is wearing this week. Should we do a segment or what?
2: Uh, creep. <laughs> Claudia's closet.
0: Here's what she was wearing this week. For some reason, an odd thought flashed into my mind. I wonder what kind of impression Claudia was making on Jeremy. After all, not every girl at SMS was wearing bright yellow tights with black stripes under a short tie-dye jumper Excuse me, and long-sleeved neon pink t-shirt or ankle-high vinyl boots. Jumper, I'm realizing, because a jumper in England would be from, a um, sweater.
2: No, oh, no. from uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen, Jamie Bell.
0: Where they jump in and out of time. They
2: jump in and out of, well, space time, I guess. Okay. Time or space time? I don't know. They can jump into locations.
0: Right. Okay. So that makes sense with the jumper. Right. Then we've got bright yellow tights with black stripes. She started off the day she wanted to dress like a bee, I think. Right?
2: Well, most bees would want to dress like bees, so that makes sense to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But then she did this jumper thing with Hayden, starting Hayden Christensen and who? Jamie Bell. Jamie Bell. And then she's got a long sleeved neon pink t shirt. Wait, okay. You can have a long sleeve t shirt, can you?
2: I don't know. I think What a do you call it when a t-shirt has long sleeves? Shirt. Just shirt. Right? Yeah. Because it's no longer T-shaped.
0: So maybe it's like, you know what it is, what that is. It's like you know how like in the nineties there's this fad to wear to like see how low your shorts could be before they stop being short? For this and like, being
2: like capris,
0: or no, because they would be baggy.
2: Oh, right, like Kevin Smith. Smith style.
0: And it's like, technically, my ankles are uncovered, so these are indeed these are shorts.
2: shorts. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
0: So it's that, but for a t-shirt. Okay. Can, is that a thing?
2: That makes sense to me. Yeah. And that's think, what. She's and wearing. that's what is she's. She's testing those boundaries. She's like Jonathan Livingston Siegel.
0: Yeah, but that's not what we see on the cover of this book, is it?
2: No, what I see is a woman in um, a chain necklace, a white simple beret, and an American Apparel uh, hoodie, and, and she's, she's yelling. yelling at a young woman who is not Stacy by any measure that I've heard Stacy described as. First yeah. of all, she's wearing a, a yellow turtleneck. Stacy yeah. only wears black. We know that. That mm-hmm. is well established in the canon of the universe, yeah. the uh, 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 Babysitters Club universe. Yeah. She's got a ski slope nose, which is something that Shannon, Shannon Kilborn. Kilborn has, but not... Oh, so Stacey whoever did has. this cover
0: had a random person yelling at Shannon Kilborn. They didn't even which read the doesn't book.
2: doesn't make any sense to me, because <sighs> Shannon Kilbourne's not even in these fucking books. Yeah, she's like,
0: I'm so... She, Shannon Kilborn is like, I'm so happy to never have anything to do with the fucking babysitter's club ever again. <laughs> like, right. please write me out of these, these novels.
2: I don't know who this is. I don't like them. Okay. Um, can I read a passage... I'd love that. I you? I would really like that. I would really
0: like that. I'm going to sit back and just kind of relax into it.
2: I'm actually going to call in a little help in a moment. No not that it made a difference. I was just curious about what Jeremy thought. Actually, I was curious about him altogether. He fascinated me, and me is Stacy. Not mm-hmm. me, Tanner. Mm-hmm. Me, Stacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It wasn't only his looks. I felt some strange, unexplainable connection to him. Where are you from? I asked. Olympia. Again, we must have seemed puzzled. It's in Washington State, he explained. At least, that's where we just moved from. But my family has lived all over. Okay. And do you know the... Hall song? The well, I went Rancid to school...
0: Song? In
2: Olympia Do you know the Rancid song Olympia?
0: Oh yeah, no, there's a Rancid song. Yes. Yeah. Okay. One, sec, one okay. moment. Yep.
2: Jamie. Can you come in here? Wow, okay. Uh, will you I'm gonna so the highlighted passage here yeah. is what we're talking about. And Jamie uh Jack, will you introduce a segment? I can't even introduce
0: my own segment. Yeah, this is actually a podcast uh I just
2: remember both of you, it's oops, all segments.
1: Black, gold, white, shoes, black, hide, hide.
0: Hello, Jamie. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Would you like to introduce the show that we are? The music is already played.
1: Oh, um, is this the first time that regular babies are hearing this segment?
0: Yeah, it's going to be deeply, deeply confusing for 95% (laughs) of our listenership.
1: It's also just a, it's not really a podcast within a podcast. It's an ad within a podcast for the Patreon. (laughs) Because this segment is so good. Um, Now that I've built it up. Welcome to An Outcome the Green World.
0: Yep. it's a podcast <laughs> where Jamie and I talk about the intersection between Dar Williams and Rancid, and we d- do it on our little sister little episode show, but today...
1: Oops All Segments.
0: It's Oops All Segments, and we're going to be doing it here as a very special treat for listeners to the Babysitter's Club. Club.
1: club? You can say club with me. Yep. I did. Um, <laughs> and
0: what Tanner has... So Tanner's read a passage... Mm -hmm. Uh, about, so there's a very handsome boy in this book called Jeremy Piven and he is from Olympia, Washington Mm. and what does that make you think of Jamie?
1: It makes me think of a rancid song This is a very special episode of An Outcome the Green World, because it's been a while since we've talked about (laughs) Rancid.
0: (laughs) Normally, we talk about Dar Williams. Yes. But today, we're talking about Rancid. What what is your first memory of that song?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, I must have been sitting in my childhood bedroom listening to the CD of An Outcome the Wolves, Uh and that would be where I first heard it, because there had been two radio singles off that album... -hmm. Time Bomb and Ruby Soho. And it was after Ruby Soho that I purchased the CD. So I would have heard it there.
0: That's so interesting. (laughs) Isn't Um, it though? (laughs) Would you like to explain? I think we should probably explain why we do why we do this. How did this come about? Dar Williams. So Dar Williams has an album called The Green Green, World.
1: Yes. And Rancid has an album called And Out Come the Wolves. And I think Karen was wearing an outfit. Okay. Can you hear, is Tanner getting picked up at all? He's saying this from the bed behind me.
0: Not really. Karen's wearing an outfit that made us think of the Rancid Song, Time Bomb.
1: Well, it made Tanner think of the Bad Baby song, which made, I guess, you think of the Rancid Song. And I do not remember where Dar Williams came into this, and I don't remember why I got called to the microphone.
0: Okay. So, what is important is that we have a show within a show on the Little Sister episodes (laughs) where we talk about the intersection between Dar Williams and Rancid. It's Oops All segment, so you had to come in here to talk had about to. Rancid. Yeah. And because you are here, we have to Well, no, I'm here
1: t- because the, the text demands it.
0: Right. The text—no, no, this is Anne. I, this, Anne, is, Anne has asked for this. But I would like to end with we have to say something about Dar before we can leave and go back to talking about the book. So I want you to reach deep inside yourself.
1: Does she have any songs set in Washington?
0: Mm, that's a good one. Does she? So this book, is this is a novel that's about someone called Snakey. Does she have mm-hmm. any songs about snakes?
1: No, the connection that I can think of is no. when Tanner and I were on vacation in Washington State and we drove through Olympia. It wasn't our honeymoon. It was... It was our baby moon. Okay, gross. We went on vacation to... You're gross. We went on vacation to the Pacific (laughs) Northwest, and at one point, I think when we were driving back to Seattle from the park, we drove through Olympia, and I made us put on the Rancid song.
0: Okay, so that's still Rancid.
1: Right, but let me build the bridge. Okay, okay. So that song is a song that, to me, is everything about the place. That, like, before I knew the place, I knew the song. And Dar has a song called Spring Street. And I can't
2: believe what they're saying. They're saying I can change my mind. Start over on Spring Street. I'm welcome
1: time About a in little Manhattan. bit about, yeah, uh, in Manhattan, yeah, Spring Street. Yeah. Which Tanner is now shouting, totally with no regard for the sleeping baby on the other side of this wall that you guys used to work on Spring Street. So Um, there's the Dar Williams connection. It's a very good song.
0: Place, it's an evocation of place. What a beautiful way to wrap that up. I love that, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to see you. Likewise. Um, It's nice to have you back on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Always a pleasure. Um, um, And as we always like to do, sign off with your favorite Dar Williams. Or rancid lyric. I'll do mine. Okay. The boy is a time bomb.
1: The babysitter's here. Yeah, the babysitter. Okay, perfect. So that's a darling right. song. Yeah, thank you. Good you
0: and good night. Good night.
2: Uh, and I, I just want to clarify for the. Um, be gone. I want to clarify for Baby Nation that at one point in time when Outcome the Green World launched the podcast within a podcast on our Patreon show, it was co hosted by Jamie Greenring and Sarah Morgan.
0: Briefly. Yeah.
2: But it, lately it's, it's really just Jamie Greenring and kind of a, a hapless co host, Jack Shepard. Yeah. And I'm wondering why Sarah Morgan maybe potentially lost interest.
0: I think she's historically has just put our child to bed. Okay. When you and I sit down to record. Right. And doesn't want to be called back into action to okay. perform for the hungry masses.
2: That makes sense. I just feel like maybe the... the I want to explain to Baby Nation okay. what just happened. Yeah. And I want to give them... It would make them hungry. I imagine a lot of people
0: are f- fucking reeling right now.
2: Oh, I'm sure. A female voice on this, the Baby <laughs> podcast? Unheard of.
0: It's a great show. You all should check it out. Uh, it's called An Outcome the Green World. And yeah. it's a podcast uh, that. Within is- a podcast within a podcast, and in order to check it out, you have to go subscribe to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash bsccpodcasts.
2: It happens more often than you would imagine. (laughs) I would love to continue talking about this novel. Mm. I want to talk a little bit
0: about Squeakquel's.
2: Okay. Is that okay? Um, Yes, Alvin and the Chipmunks. No, Squeakquel is when...
0: It's it's a, a technical term in the literary community and the academic community for a, a spiritual sequel. And yeah. the last squeakquel? novel, Christie's was it Christie's Big News? Christie's Bad News? Christie's Big News.
2: Big News.
0: Was a squeakquel to, to Christie's Big Day, we think. Though it may also have been a squeakquel to Christie's Great Idea and Christie's Worst Idea, though we sort of right. had some... Some questions. There about. are ripples. There are ripples, and so this is actually brings me to
2: you throw a stone, yeah, in a pond, yeah. mm-hmm. and the initial impact area mm-hmm. is is one thing, and then coming out from that initial impact area are these ripples. So it could have been Christie's big idea. It could have been Christie's big day, mm-hmm. but then there's this under like on the underside of the pond, which maybe a lot of you. People aren't thinking about right sorry, and they're it's not a term of derision but there's this upside down mm-hmm. and the upside down in this case where that stone came piercing through the the pond was Christie's big news right and it incorporates all the ripples because the ripples are on the surface of the pond right but on the other side it's it is the pond
0: and it's a beautiful way of saying so it,
2: it resonates
0: yeah doesn't it it resonates and this novel resonates as well and the thing that is interesting to me. Is it resonates? I think, like a s- the spokes of a wheel, okay, in multiple different directions. This novel, Claudia versus Stacy, is in some ways a natural sequel to Stacy versus the BSC, right? Because it's verses.
2: Obviously, yep.
0: I think if you're going to bring in verses, it also has to be a natural sequel to Marianne versus Logan, the classic <laughs> verses book. Well. In Marianne versus Logan, Marianne is fighting with Logan. In Claudia versus Stacy, Stacey is fighting with Ethan.
2: I don't want to blow our load on Marianne versus Logan quite yet. Because no, because that's likely to be next week. Yeah. We have a, a... But you have
0: that versus there, right? Marianne and wh-
2: Logan break up on the horizon.
0: There is a resonance. I think this is also in some ways a squeak wall. And I'm sorry to keep using that term, but it's a very technical what term.
2: What other term would you use? Yeah,
0: what, what, uh, There's no other... There's no other word that describes a, a novel that has a particular resonance to another novel in the series. Claudia and the New Girl. Yes. Claudia and the New Girl with Ashley Wyeth yes. has strong vibes, because that's another, an analog to, what's her name,
2: Snake Chul? Snake Chol Griffin, yeah.
0: There's something there.
2: There is something there, and these are all ripples coming off the initial impact.
0: And then finally, may I say one more? May I say oh, one please. more? Oh, please, you have another one? Stacy's ex-best friend. number 51 now it's claudia then it was lane stacy is repeating herself she has a best friend and she pushes her away she has a best friend and she pushes her away the first ex-best friend was lane the next ex-best friend was the greatest betrayal of all wow claudia and what this hints to me it's like a symphony it's a symphony it hints two things to me here's what i think let me just run it let me just fucking lay it out okay the first time we had a serious squeak wall was Chrissy's great idea and Chrissy's worst idea that introduced the concept of the darkest timeline. I believe that the multiple squeakles inevitable. What what's happening? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're waving your fingers at me.
2: The boy. I'm explaining today, something very
0: complicated.
2: The boy earlier today came in here while I was working. Yeah. And he brought me a gift. Okay. And it was a toy of his that okay. he cherishes. Okay. And it's this beautiful ring.
0: Okay. And it's a princess. It's a, one of the princesses from Pixar.
2: It's Anna from Frozen. Frozen. And he brought it to me, and he left it on the desk for me. And I just found it, and I've been fiddling with it and playing with it. And I just thought maybe you'd like to. Okay. Oh, great. did you yeah. notice it? Oh, I was just, I was just gesturing as no, I was, I was just... speaking. Oh, I see. did you okay. notice? You
0: it? You weren't sp- actually weren't speaking. You were waving your hand in front of me while I was trying to explain something unbelievably complex. Oh,
2: did you notice it? It's a gift from my boy.
0: Just as the resonance between Christie's great idea and Christie's worst idea introduced us to the darkest timeline. In these novels where time is coming unraveled, the amber has uh, started to melt, the girls are being introduced into the forever. Yes. And each novel has resonance with not one book, but many books, maybe as many as four. Like spokes of a wheel. Like ripples on a pond. These novels introduce us into the infinite timeline. Mm. And we are now in the infinite timeline. In the Friends Forever series. And further, I would suggest to you that just as the darkest timeline introduced to us a new reading order that we had to take into account for reading these novels, the hatchet order. These novels require a new new way, a a fourth dimensional way of looking at it. And may I humbly suggest, the Glaive reading order.
2: The Glaive reading order. And where are we getting the... Krull. Okay, yep. And I Starring, i was just thinking, uh, and
0: the, I'll just put you in, in mind of my thinking, what's cooler Sean than a hatchet? What's No, it's not Sean Connery. It's like almost no one
2: famous. It's a 1986. Uh, Sean Connery is absolutely in Krull. No, he's not. What's he in? He's in something dumb
0: like Krull. But so the glaive, no, that, that, I love that your instinct is to like not, not figure out who was in Kroll, but figure out what other
2: thing Sean Connery was in. The most famous, okay, I, I, I will say two things. The most famous aspect of Kroll is the glaive. Yeah. And so the glaive, if you haven't seen Kroll, is this like, it's
0: the one thing that's cooler than a hatchet, it's like this like five pointed star weapon. And just like this book, right, Tanner? It's it's one book, and then there are four other books that it squeakles out to, just like a glaive.
2: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. I just feel like you're not impressed enough by what I'm saying, because you're looking up what Sean Connery was in.
2: I need to find the Sean Connery movie. That <laughs> That's I so was unhelpful. Kroll? It's so unhelpful. Uh, I, 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 Zardoz. That's nothing. Did you That's see Zardoz? Nothing. No. That's it's nothing. a lot like Kroll.
0: Okay, but it's nothing for us.
2: No, I know. It does nothing for us. I'm as frustrated as you are. <laughs> no, you're not. I am. I am. I swear to you, I am. I'm as angry as you are. I'm as upset about this as you are. <laughs> okay, so it's the Glaive Order.
0: That's what I think. I think that what an- – I think – and I'll just ex- – for, for new listeners – You've been reading the books wrong. You've been reading the books wrong. And even for old listeners who have been reading the books in the hatchet order, which is uh, – the hatchet order is you read, you read books 1 to 31 the way you would read them, right, when yeah. Anne and Martin finished Anne's,
2: them. Anne's original canon. I can't even remember how you do the hatchet order. It's confusing, but we have a whole episode about it. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. So for old
0: listeners who have been reading the books in the hatchet order – we're sorry to say you've been reading it wrong. Yes. The only way to make sense of these books is to read it in the glave order, and the way to read it in the glave order is, you find the five tines of the Glaive. I should the explain first time. That. is the novel that you're reading. The next four are the four squeaks. I should the explain Forever what a glave is. Yeah, in crawl. So
2: a Glaive is kind of like a um, a big throwing star.
0: Yeah it's got it's a, a magical, magical weapon
2: point and then there are like s- spines coming off it's it. only that in crawl.
1: you will need more than men and swords you will need the power of the glaive the glaive is nothing
2: but an ancient symbol
1: it doesn't really exist it exists up there in a cave on the highest peak without the glaive you'll never be able to reach lisa
2: i need weapons not
1: symbols once the glaive was a very powerful weapon, it can be so again, but only in the hands of the right man.
0: Yes. In medieval lore, it's just a big, it's like a machete.
1: Yeah.
2: So the glaive order is, there's two sides to the glaive. There's five sides to the glaive. No, there's five points to the glaive.
0: Five points to the glaive. Two, two sides. two
2: sides to the glaive. Yeah. Yep. The first side is the Ur text. Right. The second side is the Friends Forever text. And the points coming off of the glaive are or the squeaks, resonant, the ripples. Yes, right. The squeakles. And
0: so the so in order, so as an example, and I don't want to make this complicated for people. And, and apologies, it's if not yet reading along in the hatchet order. What I need everyone to do, and when we do the next podcast, we'll do we'll do Babysitters Club in the glaive order. Yeah, you read. You start. Yeah, we'll with We'll do the it f- in
2: the hatch order first, and then we'll do the glaive. order.
0: Yeah, you start with the Friends Forever. And this is what Anne wants. You start with the first Friends Forever book. Then you read the four Glaive books, that it, the four squeakles, right? So in this case, Claudia and the New Girl, Marianne versus Logan, Stacey four, versus I the BSC. would say four to six. Stacey's ex-best friend,
2: yeah. It's a moving target.
0: It's a moving target. And then you read through the series that way, and the math should work out that by the time you get to the last Friends Forever book... You will have read every book in the main canon, plus Friends Forever. And I'm sorry if that's complicated.
2: But do you agree that that's right? I think you miss one thing, which is that there is always one text from the main series that is sort of the closest inversion of the Friends Forever, and that's the other side of the clave.
0: That's the other side. So you
2: read the Friends Forever, you read the original text. So in this case we would text. need to
0: find we would need to find something where Claudia and Stacy are very close. Is that what you mean? That would be an inversion no, of this
2: book. I think the the other side of the glaive on this one is probably Stacy versus the BSC. It is the closest mirror mirror. It's the closest thing to this text. Okay. And then the others are all radiating off of that.
0: Okay. All right, so I hope that makes a lot of sense. It makes a to ton everyone. of
2: sense to me at least. Uh yeah. Jack. Yeah. I just have one more question for you this evening. Yeah. And it's this. Mhm. What is your Ah. <gasps> <gasps> <sighs>
0: oh. Well, Tanner, there were a lot of them this week, but we don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to choose my absolute favorite burn, which is on Stacy. Can I read a burn on Stacy? Yes, please. Okay, Christy said, oh, and it's a Babysitter's Club meeting. Isn't that nice? They didn't disband the Babysitter's Club after all. Let the bodies... Even though ro- they literally
2: <sighs> just fucking said, like, a week ago, like, yeah. we're all done with the Babysitter's Club. It's like, psych. No, we're not. Yeah.
0: Let the bodies rise up from the floor and go back about their business. And sorry that we sang that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know the famous song, let the bodies rise up from the floor and go about their business? Yeah.
0: Because the babysitter's club is back. Except it seems like it might be over. Anyway. Okay, Chris, you said, here's some club business I'd like to discuss. Since there are only four of us now, I think we have to coordinate our weekend activities. We can't all be unavailable on the weekends at the same time, or our clients will stop calling entirely. But what can we do? Marianne asked. Logan's already annoyed that I'm not always available on weekends. Since we're down to four members, it's been really hard. Maybe we should assign free time slots, Chrissy suggested. We could rotate them from week to week and... Stacy can't do that, Claudia cut in. She'll be needing all her free time since she's stealing everyone's boyfriends. (laughs) That's funny. It is good. Because she's stealing everyone's boyfriends and she stole Jeremy
2: Piven from her. She did steal Jeremy Piven from her from PCU. Yeah. Uh, Can I read mine? Yeah. I had the one that I talked about earlier. Yeah. About Abby saying that Claudia would be pissed until graduation. Here's the other one I talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah. That I teased for you. Okay. I thought it might be a, a peep book if it had been this level of sharp wit throughout mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. Stacy is on a date with Jeremy. Jeremy Hiven, Piven, and they just walk around Stony Brook and they go to fucking Bel Airs for some reason because that's like a fucking date to Stacy, I guess. Yeah. In the kitchenware department, Jeremy told me about taking a home and careers course in his old middle school. I made bread with baking soda instead of flour. It was so gross. Breathly. He laughed. Jesus,
0: <coughs> sorry, I I don't want to step on your burn, but Jeremy Piven is maybe more than meets the eye
2: there. Transformers, but it's failed bread.
0: Yeah, exactly. He made failed bread. He's he's wrought failed bread. He failed. He made failed bread. What the, what does that mean? The whole thing is coming unraveled. Right? We're in the infinite timeline now.
2: He made it with baking soda instead of flour. It's failed bread. Yeah. Jesus. I made bread with baking soda instead of flour. It was so gross, he laughed. Mom watched me do it, too. She knows less about cooking than I do. What does she make for dinner, Stacy asked. Reservations, mostly. (laughs) That's funny. Burn is on Mrs. Piven.
1: Yeah,
0: because she can't make fucking dinner. mom.
2: Because she can't make dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he can't make bread, which is troubling. And I didn't even. Yeah. I don't know what I'm more troubled by, to be honest. Yeah. That she can't make dinner. Yeah. That he can't make bread. That he's making failed bread. Or that I didn't notice. Yeah. And uh, this is all Suzanne's fault. Suzanne
0: did it, didn't she? She's. Doing misdirection. Just trying to keep your eyes off so the most like important her. stuff.
2: It's so like her. So like her. Because
0: it's exactly what you would do. She knows that the foremost, and if I may say so, the foremost bread theory expert in the entire world is you, Tanner Greenring. What's Me. the only way that I could distract this hound dog from the scent? Burn if I put a burn in the bread segment.
2: Yep. And Jesus. lucky I caught it. So devious. Yeah. So fucking devious. It's so devious wow okay well i'm i'm done here yeah i'm done here we gotta go we gotta get i i've been thoroughly put off balance now and i just i don't i'm done i'm done i'm done i have to go i have to go you gotta go okay i gotta go to bed
0: i'd like to thank the baby nation for uh bearing with us i'd like to thank you tanner uh, specifically and especially for bearing with me you're welcome um we don't need to advertise our patreon we've done all that we can we should advertise the merch. The merch is at bit.ly slash BSEC merch. Um, we've got uh, a lot of stuff, of uh, kind of f- fan art of Pennywise the Clown eating various of uh, the the babysitter's charges. It doesn't make any sense. It's an uh, unfortunate misunderstanding that Tanner Not had. Not yet. On, but we really do need to unload it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we paid a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're really in the hole on this one. So please do check out our merch um join the baby nation facebook group it's at babysitter's club club facebook page and then find the group it's where all the fun happens and everyone is nice there and everyone is having a good time and please check it out and join the group everyone's doing zoom calls hanging out they're doing wine crimes meetups it's a very fun place to be and you're missing out if you're not there um all that remains is for me to say that this week we read a novel that was called babysitter's club friends forever number two stacy versus claudia and next week we're going to be reading a novel called babysitters club friends forever number three marianne's big breakup mm. i wonder who that's going to be with
2: the bsc <laughs> probably who maybe stacy all... god it would be nice with stacy falling apart well it makes sense if it would be stacy right because stacy's like kind of on the outs with the bsc now maybe it's tigger that would suck. <laughs> I mean, Anne's just really putting the screws in, you know? Yeah, maybe it's Mr. Spear.
0: <laughs> this week, Baby Nation, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Your wife, Jamie, has been on the show and was on the show today, and her name has been this week Jamie Elise Greenring. Green Ring? Yes. Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator and demand your right to bear time, and do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip, man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. Bye, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was a weird one.
0: (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.